episode of trashy boys i'm nathan and i'm ryan and today we are talking about the 1974 black exploitation movie foxy brown directed by jack hill do you have any experience with foxy brown i mean i don't have any direct experience with it i knew of it for the longest time and just because well so when you so you know, I do like the movie Jackie Brown. You know, I'm a big Quentin Tarantino fan. Ooh, wow! <laughs> I know. I didn't know you're so, a film head. I know. Not many people like him. That's why I'm such a fan. <laughs> anyway, I do. Then the movie Jackie Brown on the DVD extras. It actually Pam Greer's the star of that movie. And if you look, there's a list. You could watch a bunch of the trailers for movies that she has done previous to this, to, like during the 70s and the 80s, and that was one of them. So I, that was my experience with it. I was like, oh, yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, similar, I had heard of Jackie Brown. Um, and then the movie Grindhouse came out, and I got really interested in, like, 70s movies. You know, I don't really love Grindhouse, but that that movie got me introduced into, like, trashier movies or exploitation movies and i learned about black exploitation um and yeah and i just i've known about foxy brown for a while and never watched it i've actually seen coffee which is the movie she did before this but i've just never gotten around to watching foxy brown Um, which was originally supposed to be uh foxy brown was originally supposed to be the sequel to coffee right Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was originally supposed to be the sequel. It kind of became its own thing. Came out the year after. Supposedly, like the production for this movie is very fast. And I don't. Have you ever seen Coffee? Nope. Plot is exactly the same. So it's just really not. Not I guess exactly is a strong word, but it is very, very similar. Um, (laughs) But I mean, if you're into these kind of movies, that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's kind of like taking that power back of, you know, they've been, you know, they've been wronged in the past. So they were like, I have to take the law into my own hands. Exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly what this movie is. Um, we we were, I just thought this was funny, but we originally, the way we watched this was on Tubi and we were yeah. worried that it was going to be a censored version. I'm sorry, not on Tubi, on Pluto TV. And we thought it was going to be censored. And I texted you whenever I saw Pam Greer's boobs in like the first five minutes. And I was like, oh, no, this is not, this is not censored. No, nope, uh, definitely, definitely a lot of boobs in this movie. A lot yeah. of, a lot of sex and definitely a lot of white people saying the N word uh, that are, be- that are the evil characters. So definitely not censored. Yes. It, and it is, is sl- it's sleazy. You know, it is a sleazy movie. Um, but I do love the opening credits. Very James Bondish of uh, very 70s, colorful Pam Greer dancing as the titles go by. Go it's just like every, it's like a lot of those other black exploitations where they parody or like, like, you know, they, like Shaft would do something like that where it had like the cool theme song or like, you, or it's got like this real psychedelic type of intro where it's like a lot of flashing colors and like, color swipes it it looks really good it was really cool intro 
Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's a good start. Um, but this movie kind of it starts with a bang. It's got uh, Foxy Brown's brother, um, who is on the run from the law. He does. He is a drug dealer, and um, Foxy Brown gets called to to save his save her brother. And um, it, it's like a, just a it's it's a car chase at the very beginning. Foxy Brown comes in kind of uh has this white dude on the front of her car and is like trying to get him off it, it definitely starts the movie with a bang which it kind of needs because i do think like maybe the next 15 20 minutes not a lot happens no um one thing i wanted to add though at the beginning of the movie is he he goes to like i guess it's a taco stand because they they order ta- it's like this weird assortment of food like one guy's like i ordered a hot dog and he orders which I thought was a really weird comment. Have you ever had a taco with coffee? No. Like whenever I heard that, I, I was also <laughs> confused. I was looking at the menu like, what is this place? <laughs> yeah, no, he orders a, I want a taco and a coffee, which I've never had before. And I mean, he's trying to get these cops to stay because there's these guys that have loaned him money and he knows as soon as the cops leave, they're pretty much going to beat him to death pretty much and he keeps trying to get the cops like here don't forget don't forget to finish your taco you want to finish your coffee too like you don't you hate to waste all that coffee <laughs> uh-huh um but the but yeah the stunts in it were really good like you said i mean like the guy i mean he's really riding onto the car i mean there's really no way back then to fake anything like this there's no cgi or anything like that it's pretty much like uh you got to ride on the the hood of this car as we're driving at high Mm -hmm. speeds and and like her brother's upside down like trying to get into the moon roof and and Mm -hmm. and they get some guys on like the hood of his car and she's trying to weave swerve the car make him fall off but and then she ends up just stopping in front of a dock and he just flies into the water just flies into the water and then and then she um she hides hides the brother for a little bit and then she goes to the hospital and we've come to find out this guy has gotten facial surgery he's all wrapped up and she goes to 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 have sex with him right in the middle of this hospital room, and then yeah. the nurse breaks it up. The nurse is like, "None of that in here." Um, but this not, could, oh, go ahead. Not not only that, but you know they were about to have sex, so obviously you know he was ready to go, so to speak. <laughs> and the nurse is like giving him about to give him a sponge bath, so she sees this man's erect penis you don't see it but like that's what it's applied and then she she slaps it as hard as she can the nurse yeah. and he's like oh yeah and then just a hard a hard cut from that scene to them taking his bandages off yeah um uh and then um yeah and this guy's gotten a new face because i guess he he was he used to be a federal agent um mm-hmm. and they had to he was undercover and he had to get facial reconstruction um and i thought this would be a bigger part of the movie but but no um well we won't go that far yet because uh they're out in the streets and it kind of brings up a lot of topics about because there's a other group of people that are there to take down drug dealers vigilantes not cops and and foxy Mm -hmm. brown and her federal uh, boyfriend kind of talk about like oh well i foxy's like i love vigilantes and then the cop's like no vigilante justice is, is not how you solve these issues yeah, and they they introduce these characters, and you think they're going to be playing a lot bigger part, but they really don't show up until the ending again. Mm-hmm. So exactly, yeah, 
I think there's it, it almost came as like a weird when I saw them in the end. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, because I forgot. I almost I forgot about them to be quite honest. And then when mm-hmm. they showed them again, I'm like, wait, who's that? And I'm like, oh wait, that's the, that's the people from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, they must have just been like, oh crap, we got to introduce these people. But I wonder though, like, so I mean, obviously this is a really low budget movie, mm-hmm. and there is a scene like like you said where it's like these. Uh, uh, guys like they're just taking their own vigilante de- justice and they're just like, fighting these people like in the middle of the street i'm like you know i always think about this stuff now it's like like was the neighborhood just like out there just watching like these two guys just kicking each other's ass or Pro- probably <laughs> like they probably weren't closing down streets for this movie right like no that's what i'm thinking yeah. so they just they just saw somebody getting beaten up and they're just like oh well you know i guess that happens out here <laughs> just the normal thing they are all they're always shooting movies out here some guy or sorry some guy with a film camera is filming fights out here yeah um, there's a fake magazine stand though that they do like crash into and get all that mm-hmm. it's like smelling selling dirty magazines out on the street corner which i find funny <laughs> well i i mean yeah i guess that was a real thing that i mean we don't see it now but i guess that happened before in the day i don't know I don't know. Different time, different time. People were seeing Deep Throat in the theater, so. But um, everyone, you know, well, I'll just go ahead and say it. The most of the acting in this movie is pretty rough. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's pretty bad. Um, I I love Even, I love Pam Greer. I do, and I'm I apologize, Pam, but you don't, you aren't uh, that great either. <laughs> that, that's what I said. Like Pam's acting is not great in this yeah. one because <laughs> it's it. There's just not a whole lot of emotion. It's just, well, I mean, well, there is, but it's just, it just seems so fake and forced and it just mm-hmm. doesn't feel natural at all. It just, it feels like, it's like, okay, now you're mad. Read this like you're mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's definitely, it, it doesn't hit the notes that I don't think it want, like it, it needs to hit, especially with scenes like, well, the federal agent, uh, kind of like what sets the rest of this movie up is the federal agent gets shot because her brother finds out, oh, he, he's undercover. So he gets the drug dealing gang to, to kill him. And uh, Pam Greer is supposed to be really sad about this, but I never really got that. But that also could be the script because she kind of just jumps straight into revenge mode. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of mourning, but I guess, I mean, I guess you could say it's a creative uh, direction just saying like, oh, well, she's not going to be powerless anymore. She's immediately going to become powerful again. So. Yeah. Which let's just let's just take in away any her being fragile at all. Yeah, which which I guess is good. I guess that that does that does make complete sense because she does play a badass. You know, she she kicks ass and just kills people. Um, I I guess I was reading just like just reading about this movie. There's a book written about like violent women in movies, and this was like one of the starts of that. Just powerful mm-hmm. black women in movies. Um, and but the thing is, is she poses to a modeling aging agency, which I'll put in quotations, um, which is actually just an undercover prostitution ring, and she she falls in with that to kind of set up her revenge because that prostitution ring is also a part of the drug dealing ring. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they they kind of let them know like, oh well we're escorts, but we only deal with high powered clients, mm-hmm. like people that can actually affect like things, how they can get any financial or power, political power gain. And yeah. 
and that's I think that's where they set up their first her first job or whatever is when uh, she go her and another uh, escort who's like this mother and her husband comes by and says I'm taking the kids away like if you don't like if you don't leave this and she's like I can't leave they're too powerful mm-hmm. and then they go to a hotel and they have their job is to seduce a judge. So that way they'll get, they'll, they'll drop one of the charges against the people. Yeah. And it's like a, her and the other, um, the other girl go to the main judge. That's going to like through like them having sex with them. He's going to let some people go that are part of the drug dealing ring. So Pam Greer decides that he's going to humiliate this guy um, like pulls down his pants, calls his penis small, and everything. Yeah, it, it's really, it, it's a really, it's a really messed up scene, kind of. Because yeah. you're just like, I, I mean, I don't, I didn't know what direction they were going because they don't explain what they were doing beforehand. And I, one thing that was funny beforehand is like, originally Pam Greer was supposed to be with like another guy. He's like, oh no, you're with me. She's like, oh, forget you. I'm with this guy. Because mm-hmm. you know she had a mission, and I was just like, imagine how that guy must feel that like he got turned down by a paid escort, right? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> how do you get a refund on something like that? It's just like you look so terrible that even a pay, someone can't be paid enough money to be with you. Yeah, no, that 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 <laughs> that is humiliating. Uh, also, this whole time they're making fun of this guy, and I'm thinking, oh, this other woman here is going to get screwed over because. Pam Greer decides but, to like make fun of this guy and she goes along with it. That's what I didn't understand either. Cause she made like a big deal. Like I can't like, I have to do my job because otherwise I'll never see my kids again, or they're going to kill me or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go along with this. And what's really funny too, is uh, they're like describing like this guy and uh, they're just saying like all these his crimes so casually, like trying to like sway the judge. He's like, oh yeah, you know, you know, he murdered some people, but you know they deserved it. Mm-hmm. And you know he was dealing marijuana, but it wasn't like he was dealing the hard stuff. You know he's only been dealing it since he was in high school. And yeah, you know, so what? He molested a couple of kids. They liked it. What, what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> just like these horrible, horrible crimes. Yeah. Oh uh, God! And he was still willing to look the other cheek I th- or turn the other cheek i think for for the sex that he was about to get yeah um, this was a very desperate man but uh-huh. yeah they they humiliate him so much so that they take his pants and underwear off and then they throw him out into the hallway where he's like uh, deemed as this pervert mm-hmm. and a bunch of women beat him with like umbrellas yeah uh-huh. <laughs> and then Oh, come to find out um, that the, the judge d- gives them a harsher sentence, the people he was supposed to get off. That's how she ends up getting caught, right? It's kind of like a bad plan, I believe. Well, um, yeah, so, okay. So what happens is they, well, first there's there's a scene where like the girl is, uh, the girl that she was with was like kind of really depressed because she's kind of figuring out like, well, since I did this, I'm never going to see my kid again. And mm-hmm. they go to this, they go to a lesbian bar, That's right? Yeah. Which is my favorite scene in the whole entire movie <laughs> because like the one woman's trying to hit on her and then Foxy comes in there and she's like, no, she's coming with me. She's like, Hey, well, why don't you just get lost? She's like, you know, I have a black belt. I could kick your ass. And then 
Foxy like grabs like a bar stool and hits her over the head with it, and like she's like, "I got my black belt in bar stools," <laughs> and, and, and then it's just this giant like fight, like in like this lesbian bar where it's just like everybody just starts fighting with each other, mm-hmm. and they manage to get away, and then like right as they're about to leave the original one they hit in the head like gets up and then they grab another bar stool and hit her over the head again. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and it's, it's funny how many silly moments like this movie has for like its harshness throughout. Um, and we're not even at the harshest scene, I don't think. Um, but it has like these silly, like little moments, like a, a little break in everything. Yeah. I was like, I guess this is supposed to be funny because it is really funny. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so, but- but yeah, yeah, no, that, so they're, they're on the run and then eventually they, they see them like the, the drug lords or whatever. They see them mm-hmm. and they chase them and they, uh, Foxy like gets one of the guys and cuts his face, but it looks, the blood looks really bad because it looks like someone just threw like a glob of paint on his face. Yes. It doesn't yeah. even look, it doesn't look evenly spread at all. It just looks like someone just did like a, a paint roller on his face. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Yeah. That's where she gets captured and then we get we're getting towards like the the worst scene of the movie. Yeah, I, I think this scene is a little too brutal. I think this so this is part of like um, I'd love to talk about all of these movies, but the video nasties from the UK where Margaret Thatcher was like, "Hey, these movies, you can't rent them, you can't buy them in our country." Foxy Brown is one of those movies, um, which is kind of surprising. Um, but this scene is just like where she's tied up in a bed and being drugged and raped at a farm um, yeah. by these two drug manufacturers. And it's, it's just not fun to watch. It's very brutal. Yeah. They, they yeah. So they're, they, she gets thrown into this, the drug farm what they call mm-hmm. it. And they're just like, Oh, well that she can go there and just let the boys have a good time with her or whatever. And it's that, yeah, she's either getting drugged or she's getting raped. It's it's horrible. It's really brutal to watch. Yeah, um, but she eventually overcomes. She gets a razor blade in her mouth. She cuts off the rope, and um, she she has a pretty good escape. I, I do like it where she gets the hangers and like makes a giant like rod out of it and like scratches the dude's face, gets mm-hmm. gasoline and like burns the place down. So she eventually gets away. She gets out of it. Yeah. It, it was really good. I mean, they they burnt down like a whole house, and yeah. they so it looked good. They, they they definitely didn't fake that. No, no, yeah, exactly. Yep, it, it looked good. Um, and this is kind. Of, and then this is when the um the Black Panthers come back into the movie, um, where she recruits them to um to help her brother. Um, if things start to move a little fast, Sid Haig shows up. Hey, I know, the man. I, I know. I was like. I was like, wait a minute. Who is-? I was like, that's Sid Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Foxy Brown kind of seduces him into taking a flight in his uh, helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. She finds out that he does drug runs for these people in his airplane to Mexico. Airplane. And yeah. so uh, he flies in uh, basically just like, oh, well, will you take me on one of your rides? And he's like, he agrees to take her. And that's how she ends up finding uh, the people that wronged her mm-hmm. yep uh and she takes the plane from sid haig uh sid, sid haig thought he was a lucky man i guess and that, that wasn't true um and yeah this is a this is another really brutal scene like this whole like the the deaths in here are 
crazy. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a um, a castration. <laughs> Somebody gets their junk cut off in this. Yeah, yeah. He gets his he gets his dick just chopped right off, and then mm-hmm. the while Foxy's driving the airplane, one of the guys just gets mutilated by the propeller she drives the airplane into him and you just see his body just get chopped up into pieces and you'd expect like these kind of kills and stuff out of a horror movie and this is not really a horror movie it's 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 exploitation you know that's just of it of its of its time yeah no i was just gonna say we get and we get to our climax of the movie yeah where the the bad woman she um they eventually catch up to her and uh, they make her suffer that's like like the way you made me suffer that's right yeah she said death would be too easy for you Mm -hmm. because she's because she murdered the the guy that she loved and Mm -hmm. she she chopped off his dick and brought his dick in a jar (laughs) to to him Uh and uh and so she has to live with the fact that the only man that she loved is dead and she she's got nothing left so uh foxy just gets in the gets in the car and hard cut end of the movie yep and that's it the the end um Uh, yeah i mean you could definitely see how it's really big uh inspiration for other types of movies Uh, i really love that you know they had the female character kind of taking matters into her own hands you know even though pam greer is not great in this movie you could definitely see like the makings of a star coming up it, yeah um pan even though she's not great pam greer has some sort of star power right you know that's pam greer she has a look to her she just uh, she just seems badass in this movie they really set her up to be like a big star which i wouldn't say yeah she doesn't have that natural acting ability but she has that real natural charisma you know she feels mm-hmm. like she's like a big deal when she's on screen it's just that the lines don't translate well Exactly, and um, and we I know that one day she'd end up in Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventure, which is which is awesome. Or sorry, is Bogus Journey. Bogus oh, Journey. she is in that. Yeah, she is. Wow. Oh, I didn't she really know made it. Well, no. So like, you know, she does. She does eventually receive critical acclaim as Jackie Brown, mm-hmm. and she gets nominated for a couple of awards for that. But and you know, at that point, you know. 20 years in the business or 30 or whatever, you know, she's definitely a really accomplished, you know, she's a real polished yeah. by then. <laughs> and she, she has so much work under her belt by then. She, she's, she's been in a, a lot of movies. I'm like looking at her filmography right now. She's in, she's even, she was in Palms in 2019. She's still continuing to work to this day. So. Yeah. Great. I mean, that's one thing. I mean, so if you see like a B movie from the seventies, uh, and there's a, a one black character in it, chances are it's probably going to be Pam Greer. So, <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. But um, I, but overall though, what did you think? I mean, uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I don't think it was great. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought coffee was a better movie. I think, I think movies like this need to like, I know an hour 30 isn't long, but coffee is a bit shorter and I think it works in a smaller time frame. Because uh, there's a lot of parts where I just don't think enough of interesting things were happening, mm-hmm. but I think it's a good time. I, you know, it's fun. It's a cool part of history. Uh, just the black exploitation genre in general. I, I think it's very influential. I think it's worth a watch. I, I think it's a fun, 
enjoyable watch. Yeah. I, like you said, it is an hour and 30 minutes, but it feels longer than that. Yeah. And it's that's just because they're like, okay, well, we'll give you like a taste of the action and then we have to build up to it. And, you know, you really don't get any backstory. You don't really get a sense of like who these characters are or what their personality is or like why her brother would backstab her like that yeah <laughs> i mean other than you know he needed that to, to clear off his debts but it was it's kind of like uh you know you, i i think there was in a really, really tight like 40 minutes it would be really good but it's for an hour and a half i can't say i would it's going to necessarily rewatch it it's one of those like oh let me just see those scenes again on youtube or whatever yeah, so. yeah. The, the important stuff yeah i probably exactly the same i probably want to go through a whole sitting but, but it, i will i will say it does make me interested to see a lot of other movies like this and hopefully there are some that maybe do hold up a lot better mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely like a genre that i need to look into a little bit more so and maybe we will in the future yeah that would be exciting but ryan speaking of the future what are we doing next episode uh, next week, we'll be talking about 1972's Don't oh, wow. Torture a Duckling. Nice. Those poor little ducks. We'll see what happens. We'll certainly have our ducks in a row for that episode. And we're going to end on that. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> have a good night. Thank you. Thank you.